0: This episode is brought to you by the GSD Academy. This step-by-step business productivity online program will share with you exactly how to shift your mindset, set boundaries, build rock-solid processes, customize your message in order to strategically grow your revenues, and get shit done. Visit AngelaProfit.com slash GSD Academy. It's Angela, and I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. But this time, this time, we've taken Business Unveiled on the road. We are doing a road trip tour, and we are live today from Cabo, Mexico at the Waldorf. I'll tell you guys about it in just a moment. Aja over here has a special introduction.
1: Live from Cabo, Mexico in Cabo, San Lucas. Today we're here to talk about Facebook.
0: We're here to talk about Facebook ads, specifically Because ever since the pandemic and 2020, a lot of business owners have rolled over and realized, A, they're doing Facebook just to do Facebook, which you should really have a... Strategy. Strategy with a capital S. And if you don't have a strategy, you're going to want to listen to this entire episode all the way through. Aja over here has become a Facebook expert. A quick bio on Aja. We have known each other, like, our whole life. (laughs) It feels like... (laughs) And Aja is so smart. And you guys hear me talk about true colors all the time. And Aja is very green, but green orange, meaning she's still super effing fun. Okay. So Aja is so smart. She's taught me so much about how to slow down how to have a strategy and how to test. And we're gonna talk about all those things today. So before we jump off with the questions that people have asked us, because we have people submitting questions about how they wanna implement Facebook into their business, tell them about a little bit about you and how you got involved in becoming like a Facebook guru. Like what was your first jumping off to realizing like, I should learn how to do this. This is gonna be huge.
1: Yes, so that's a really great question. Um, Okay, so just a little bit about me. I am um, originally from Kentucky, and my whole, a large part of my career was in Girl Scouts. And so, with nonprofits, you wear many hats. And um, so, one of the things that I was in charge of was not only putting on these large program events, but actually advertising to my own program events to get people there. And so, one of the first Ads per se that I ran, which I had no idea what I was doing, was a post. And if what you, I, well, I'm going to get there, but if you have ever like you know posted something on Facebook and then you see that little button that says Boost, raise your hand. I'm sure everyone has been there. That that was my form of advertising, okay. right? That was my introduction. And so, fast forward a little bit, I met the amazing Angela Prophet here. And um, she was just kind of like, hey, you're interested in this, take it, run with it. And I did. So that's where we are. Lots of learning opportunities along the way. So we do have a couple of funny stories that we'll share. But um, I really became serious when I learned that, hey, like you can actually make money off of Facebook advertising as long as you have a proper strategy in place. So, yeah. So let's start off um, with the first question.
0: So if you're thinking of running ads on Facebook, which, by the way, also includes Instagram, what is the first thing that anyone listening or watching from this beautiful location, what should they do? What's the very first thing if, if they want or if you've done it before? But you don't have your analytics set up, you don't have business managers set up. If you don't have a strategy, that's what we're gonna talk about. So what's the very first thing
1: someone should do? Okay, so the very first thing that anyone should do, whether you are experienced in running ads or if this is your first time, highly, highly, highly not only recommend, can strongly consider, a strategic plan for your business. And the reason why this is so important, a large part of your marketing budget, most businesses reserve at least 20%. You know, depending on if you are a fairly new business or more of an experienced business, you really want to not only carve out, well, hey, this is how much we're allocating towards marketing dollars, but specifically, we want to figure out and hone in on how much of those dollars are going to be put towards social advertising. And so once you figure that out and once you work that into your plan and your objective and your goals for your business, then we can start to work in some of the Facebook advertising you know, options and Instagram options too.
0: So just for an example, when you say 20%, does that mean if my business brings in $20,000 a month And so 20% of $20,000 is $2,000, right? And
1: that's supposed to be reserved for marketing dollars.
0: And make sure you have a strategy before you (laughs) spend money. Like, don't be stupid like me.
1: Don't do it blind. (laughs) Do not do it
0: blind. And if, okay, so the next thing is what is the biggest mistake that you see business owners making on Facebook? And I was one of those offenders more than
1: once. I think this is a really good question. There's there's all sorts of things. I, I still go back to, you know, first not having a plan and just like blindly running ads with no kind of end goal in mind is probably the worst and biggest mistake that I see owners make. Um, but additionally... A lot of things with like the types of creative that I see on some of the ads. A lot of the copy, which is the sales writing, that I see on some of the ads. And then, I know that this sounds super crazy, but sometimes I'll click on an ad and the links aren't even working. That's probably one of the biggest things that I'm like, you are literally spending your money to something that is not even working. So, logistically, having everything set up, making sure and I don't know how far I can go into it, making sure you have a Facebook business manager set up. First, the first thing, you have to have a Facebook
0: business page. The second thing is if you're going to do Instagram, make sure your Instagram is a business page. And the reason you do this is because you can get the analytics and you can track your ROI, your return on investment. But the biggest mistake that I see, just because I've learned so much, and so when I go into a client from a productivity perspective – And we have like all these little widgets and I'll click on the widgets just to see, like, do they have a pixel set up? Do they have everything secure? Do they have their analytics set up? And then I'm like, nope. Nope, nope. And we're not even going to talk about that right now because I'm brought in for productivity. We'll get to the marketing later. So you got to set yourself to, up to be productive first before you get to start spending the money. But the, the biggest thing is talk about what business manager is for Facebook and Instagram and what that means.
1: So it's the first question. And then what is this pixel thing? That's a great question. And y'all, I'm going to try to not to get into it deep 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 into it because Angela's like you just you just go on and on and on and I can't about Facebook advertising because I love it and I'm so passionate about it but yes so establishing a Facebook business manager and the best way that I can explain it is it is essentially one platform that holds all of your business entities saying that there are multiple business owners that we work with who look over or oversees several pages within Facebook and so business pages, excuse me. And so business manager is a way to have all of your online assets for Facebook and Instagram all in one place. So essentially that's what think of Facebook business manager as your business hub for all things, Facebook for all things, Instagram. And
0: if you're going to spend any money, even a dollar, you must have business manager set up appropriately before you spend any money. And then the second thing after you get the business manager set up is the tracking.
1: Yes. So the tracking and the tracking is done through something called a Facebook pixel code. What the pixel code does, it essentially just tracks customer behavior. It is a piece of code that is placed on either your website or a landing page, which is similar to a website. And it is continuously tracking the customer behavior Things such as, you know, how many times do they visit your page? Are they adding things to a cart? Are they purchasing? What does that look like? But we have to set it up appropriately first before you even start running those ads. So a
0: friend of mine had a really great analogy. He said, imagine if you, back in the old days, okay, just think that people went door to door. Like knocking on people's door trying to sell stuff because this was all pre-internet. And so think of it as this, if you have 10 people come to your door and knock on it and they want to buy your service or they want to buy your product, but you weren't home or you weren't in your office. So you would want like their card or their phone number or something to like reach back out to them to be able to say, hey, I can still help you. But if they don't leave a card or they don't leave a phone number, how in the hell are you going to get back in touch with them? So that's what this pixel code does. Like it helps you stay in touch so that people that are visiting your landing page and if you're going to run an ad or anything like that, you're going, you're not going to want to use like your regular website. I mean, you can, but you're going to want to have a dedicated page, which there's third party applications we use out there um, called landing pages. And there's, there's multiple ways that you can do it. My favorite is lead pages because of all kinds of things. It just it makes it e- it's easy to build on the design side, which I love building these pages. It has a leadometer so you can tell like what you're doing and how you're setting it up and how many words the copy that you're putting in there. It it guides you essentially. So that that's the most important thing. But if you're going to build a landing page, you have the page, you have a thank you page, and the reason you have a thank you page is because
1: you because why? So I'm gonna roll back a little bit and I wanna touch on what Angela said, ensuring that you have some type of separate dedicated page towards your customer journey. And this is one CTA, yes. And so this was the biggest point in that. When we take people to our website, as far as our customer journey, there there's error, there's room. Sorry, not error. There's room for lots of distractions, and so the big that's another big thing that I see with Facebook advertising. Anytime we click on a link, we're asking our customers to do way too many things. It's like sensory overload, and so we really want to have one dedicated page. <laughs> she said that they do nothing, and they don't. Um, we want to have one dedicated page, one call to action or CTA. That could be in the form of a button, and that comes in the forms of schedule a consultation, download this free guide, whatever that is. We just want to make sure we're asking them to do one thing. So let's talk about a lead magnet and what a download would be. So there's
0: lots of experts out there that we have had the opportunity to learn from for sales funnels, and there's this formula, give, 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 ask, and y'all know I'm always sharing like my mistakes slash opportunities. So my big thing was my first email list and um, my first niche industry. I just give, 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 give. I give all this free information away because I love to help people, but I never potty train your brain. And y'all know I'm being funny there, but you got to potty train people's brains so that you're not just giving, 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 giving. Because guess what? Three years later when I started to ask, they're like, well, you've never asked for anything, so I'm not going to give you anything, which converts into dollars. So I had to work really hard to be strategic about building my email list the right way to continue to give value but then to turn around and ask for something. And it's not always money. It's not always monetarily in the beginning. The first thing I do is ask people to... For example, go to my YouTube channel and subscribe there. And then the next call to action on the next video might be subscribe to Business Unveiled so that you can say, hey, Siri, listen to the latest episode of Business Unveiled. And you can't do that if you're not a subscriber. And Alexa's coming out, too. We're working on getting that hooked up. But uh, the bottom line is Facebook ads, it's not that easy. Like you just don't want to jump into it, hit boost from your personal account because you're not tracking anything. You're not getting any analytics. You can't retarget. There's no ROI. And this is where you can either join a group or you can obviously hire an expert to help you that is well worth the investment. So the next question is, if, if someone listening or watching is a new brand they're, they're brand new and they're putting together their budget and they're putting to the, together their goals. And when we say goals, we mean, for example, if there's an event or a concert or, and, and your goal is to run a Facebook ad and have, and your goal is a hundred ticket, a hundred ticket sales and you build a landing page and you have people clicking and they retarget, which we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But if they're a brand new brand and they've never run any ads before, what are three strategic things that they can do outside of get business manager, set up the pixel code, get a dedicated landing page with one call to action? So from there, what are some some strategic things that anyone listening can do if they're first starting?
1: This is kind of a long answer.
0: So brace yourself.
1: That is a great question. So probably three very high level major things that a new brand can do, especially starting out on Facebook advertising. Again, I go back to the plan. But additionally, with that, mapping out the customer journey. And I know this is one of the first times that I've kind of touched base on that. So when we say mapping out the customer journey, so not only does this go hand in hand with the strategic plan for your business, But mapping out the customer journey really entails how many times is or is my potential customer going to touch a part of my brand before they purchase? And so this is really important because let's say, for example, the first ask is for them to download a lead magnet. Okay, so that's the first touch. A lead magnet is. Oh, goodness. what's the best way to explain that.
0: So, like, for example, a lot of people ask us about how to do video and how to boost videos for your business. So for example, I did a little video ad that said, if you want to know the top 10 ways to shoot video or content video on the go, then do this. So then I also, so I did a little video, then I put it in a third party to get it written out. And then we made, it's like a two pager little thing. So it's like the top 10 tips on how to do video, your own video, not a production company. You don't effing need all that fancy ass shit. Um, you, yeah, you really don't. And that's what's important. So, and how I also got to a lead magnet, and we have so many lead magnets, is think of the questions that your potential consumer or customer, what are they gonna ask you? And if your brand's brand spanking new, You're you're gonna have to back it up and think like, what What do my friends ask me? What do my family ask me? Like, what the hell are you doing now with your life? It's it it, and it it's basic, you guys. Like, this is not hard stuff. Like, you've got to really dumb it down, and I don't mean that in a mean way, but it's like you have to remember like where you started and what your expertise is. That the general consumer they don't know that they don't understand that. So do a good job in like educating them, and that's what a lead magnet would be. It's a really
1: great. (laughs) Long-winded. <laughs> no, that is really that is absolutely correct. And so I'm going back to the customer journey. So how many times is your potential customer going to touch your brand before they purchase? This is really important because we track every single page with this. So every single page has its own respective code. Um, we're we're tracking right up until when they view, right up until they download, right up until they purchase. Um, probably the next most important thing would be and this is one of the hardest things in addition to figuring out what your objective is this is another thing that's really important before you even start running ads figuring out what your objective is are you in a phase to where you need to do some brand awareness ads you know do people know your business have they heard of you what is your level of influence like are we in the phase where Yes, we have some some certain level of influence, but we just need a little bit more traffic. We need to continuously keep running ads to get people to our page. And you know, converting, downloading, our lead magnet, whatever that looks like, are, or are we in the phase to where we can really start to optimize these ads and start converting people into purchases or start converting people into um, scheduling consultations that are paid, things like that. Um, that's that's another kind of number one of one of the most important things that I would, I would recommend as far as strategy wise. The next thing, audiences. This is another hard one. And so logistically putting together a Facebook ad is not that difficult, but figuring out and building the right audience who is not only going to follow you, support you, and buy from you, but be your, what do they call raving fans, which one of the consultants that we worked with you said a lot. Raving fans, cheerleaders, um, essentially for, for your, your business. And so when we get into like the strategy portion of an audience really Knowing and figuring out, okay, who are the cold audience members that I have, meaning people who have little to no interaction with your brands, who are the warm audience members. And those could be people who've had some type of interaction with your brand. Um, You can rest assured if someone has downloaded your lead magnet or scheduled a call or whatever that is, they are considered interested and they are a warm, (laughs) as she's doing. (laughs) And then I like to call, um, I call them your flaming hot Cheetos, but in the marketing world, we call them (laughs) really hot audience members. And so for those people, those people have purchased from you they will continue to purchase from you they see value in what you're offering and so essentially mapping out that whole thing and knowing like it's going to cost me less to sell someone who is a hot audience member than it would to sell someone on my brand who is a cold audience member so that's strategy wise the second thing is probably one of the most important um, just a little pro tip you can nine times out of ten if you have built a really good email list. Good. A good email list. <laughs> and if not, and gotten random emails from conferences that you've attended 10 years ago and just have people sitting there. Um, if you have built a really good email list and, you know, your open rate as far as your emails is upwards of at least 20 to 30%, those people are very warm. They are very engaged and very interested in your brand. Um, and so really, Honestly, using that email list and uploading it as an audience into Facebook and running ads to that specific audience on Facebook so they not only see you in your email, but they also see you online in, you know, on these social channels, that is um, a really good strategy that we we, we typically do. Um, but just know that they are considered warm. I'm, I'm trying to think of one other large, big thing as far as what we do. Oh, creative and copy. What? What? <laughs> Okay. Okay. So the, talk about this the final, <laughs> okay, the final question
0: for today. And then in the next episode, we will get more into that. But before we even jump into the whole copy and creative, tell everyone listening what are the different types of ads that you can run? So you've already mentioned brand awareness, there's this thing called a dy- dynamic ad. But what are the different types of ads? And then in the next episode, we'll go more into copying creative. I'm making
1: notes over here. So uh, that's, again, a great question. And I'm going to rewind back. So Angela specifically, and I want to make it very clear on the verbiage, because when you go in on the back end, you're going to be like, what? what was she talking about? So what Angela is talking about, a dynamic ad, that is a type of of ads, so when you see an ad that is your copy and your creative. I'm gonna rewind back to the different objectives Right. So the different objectives are the most important before you start running Facebook ads. And so the different objectives are brand awareness. This could be with this particular objective. Your goal in mind is to literally reach as many people as you can. Second one would be consideration. So under consideration, we have things like traffic ads. We have lead gen ads. And so really these ads are all about generating leads, driving traffic, um, exactly what the name says under consideration. And the third and final one is conversion. And so when we think about conversion ads, we are really thinking about optimizing the pixel code. So really, and when we say optimizing a pixel code, we really mean optimizing your customer behavior and your customer journey. So really tailoring that message exactly to where, you're, to where your customer is in their customer journey. So if it's someone who has already scheduled a call for, with you, which is considered a conversion, then you really want to optimize their experience after that. Maybe the next call to action would be, let's sit down and have a one-hour Zoom meeting or something like that. You know, whatever that looks like in your customer journey, um, those are the three main high-level objectives that... Facebook offers. And then we'll talk more about the different ads next
0: time. If you are up for learning how to do this, or you have a team that you want to train, Aja and her company that she founded called Notably Gray, they actually have a group, a Facebook group, where she oversees and helps to make sure that you have everything set up correctly and oversees your journey of learning how to do Facebook, how to do Instagram, which we'll have to talk about Instagram. Oh, on a separate dedicated episode. (laughs) Yeah, and then one day we'll talk about TikTok ads too. Before we sign off, I want you to tell the funny story about your very first initiative to help people with Facebook ads called the Facebook Fix.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. This is where it gets really fun. Wait, about like when they were trying to sue me? Of course, with Facebook advertising. No, it's not even just with Facebook advertising. With any business that you own, there's always learning opportunities along the way. Very high level. So we created this group, and um, I am a Facebook group. And I'm very green when it comes to just knowing generally high level the law and infringement infringement and and if you don't know what green is she's referring to true colors
0: and the green people you guys because there's four colors the green people they value um numbers analytics they research and they really value the facts
1: yes so i didn't research enough apparently (laughs) and essentially long story short the group is called the gray collective our lead magnet was called the facebook fix seems like it's fine. It is fine, actually. There are plenty of lead magnets that have the word Facebook in it. Now, where I took it another step further was I purchased a domain that said the Facebook fix.com. Not only that, on top of that, I set up a page running ads to it to collect leads to to you know collect conversions or do conversions all these different things and so one morning i wake up and i have an email from i don't know facebook corporate attorneys attorneys, and they're like you may not have been aware but this is what you have done and we know you have done it and you cannot go and purchase a domain under our name because <laughs> or have the word Facebook because it is trademark and that is infringement. And we, we know that you may not have been aware. This happens all the time. But also, too, we want you to know that Facebook has been to court trial 50 plus times and we have won every single case. Basically saying we don't anticipate losing this one. <laughs> so please let your domain expire Um, Just take your shit down, basically, (laughs) is what that really means. Yes, and that was really, like, honestly... 100% 100% transparent wasn't that long ago. Yes, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, yes, on when you to this podcast um, it was just, you know, a learning opportunity. So it is down. We have changed the name. The group is still great, the Great Collective, but our guide is called the Foundations of Facebook, which is very appropriate because that is what we are teaching you. The so joining the Great Collective, there actually is an onboarding process, per se. So, we are giving you a free lead magnet. It is very robust, it is 30 plus pages. But we also have walkthrough videos. Each day, we are showing you how to properly set up your Facebook Business Manager, your pixel code, all those fun things. So when you do get to the Gray Collective, we can really start to focus on more of the strategic piece, which is really the piece that our group members love. Um, and then we make it a little, we make it personalized too. Any problems or questions that you have that are respective to you, we do get back to you with considerations and and just experience share from things that we've learned in running ads how long should you plan before
0: you start like crazily switching things up like I used to do Um, you need how how many months or days worth of data
1: before you can actually start to
0: see conversions
1: again I go into this with you know your objective and your goals A lot of people will say, a lot of advertisers will say, which I'm actually going to touch on this here, you know, wait two weeks. Honestly, if you are spending any type of money, if you're like me, I like to know where my money is going daily. More than $100 a day. (laughs) (laughs) And so the, the short answer to that is watching it every day. Watching it every day, watching your numbers every day, and especially watching some things as far as engagement with your creative and copy, because essentially that is the hook that's going to get people in. And don't wait two weeks. Essentially look over it every single day, um, which, which touches on the point. A lot of advertisers will say, do this and do that. A lot of advertisers will try to own your pixel, which is a whole nother episode, and we don't have time for it. But my main thing, too, is we have in our group, in The Great Collective, we have business owners from all different experiences, all different industries, and all different levels. And nine times out of ten, especially with the clients that we work one-on-one with and do their advertising, all of them have had previous advertisers who have just been immoral in some of the things that they have done. And so we really show you, even if you have a team to run your ads and you're outsourcing that, how to ask the right questions and get the data that you need to continue to grow your business and to ensure and be accountable and make sure making sure that they are still in alignment with your business goals.
0: More fun stories to come. So yeah, I worked with about six different companies before... We landed on, we're going to learn how to do this shit ourselves. (laughs) And then 2020 came. And you know what? God was watching out for us because somehow, some way, God always provides. Always. When you're providing value and you actually know right from wrong, because there is right from wrong in this whole world of online, Facebook, Instagram, e-commerce, advertising... When you're aware and, like you said, educated on the right questions to ask, you will be empowered. So if you do start to invest in other people and advertising groups and agencies, you will at least know the bare basics and the minimum. So you're not getting screwed. But switching gears a little bit, let's just share our experience with our time at the Waldorf. We've got to spend a couple days at the resort with their team, sales team, culinary team. The service here is absolutely incredible. They've actually been here for over a decade But recently, they decided that they wanted to be more of a global brand, more than a local brand. They decided to partner with Hilton, which is a wonderful brand. The whole experience here from a luxury perspective, from the arrival time, driving through this beautiful tunnel, because they literally blasted the rocks to build this resort. But the food, the people, the attention to detail, welcome home approach has been incredible we got to go to one of the most beautiful restaurants it was just a whole experience the spa which is beautiful everything is basically beautiful but you can be in a beautiful location and have a really shitty experience when you don't have great customer service when you don't have people that are committed to paying attention to detail those are the things that we look for especially when we're recommending to our clients to hold a conference or a retreat we are much more focused on doing strategic retreats with business owners now. That's the reason that we are checking out some of these places because just from previously being in the luxury wedding industry and traveling around the world and going to all these different islands, like some people have it together and some people don't. Facts. <laughs> Facts. And I'm not going to recommend for any type of event unless I know the people, I have a relationship with the people. The, the whole time we've been here, I think, I mean, just for the past 48 hours, we've met the the gm the the director of marketing the director of sales from weddings director of sales for corporate for i mean we we've made the time to sit down do tours and make sure that this would be a place that we would recommend the other thing that i want to touch on really quickly is how the city is operating Post-COVID, ever since 2020, again, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, it is so incredibly safe. The implementation of the cleanliness and the awareness brought to making sure that you feel safe when you're traveling to this resort. The attention to detail, again, of cleanliness
1: is just next level. Just as Angela mentioned, just to the attention to detail. I, first off, I'm a huge foodie, so I'm going to tell you some of the highlights of this trip for me. First and foremost, last evening, uh, we got to experience an amazing champagne tasting with a master sommelier, which was so much fun to just kind of learn. And just honestly, one of the things that is so transparent and so um, if I had to pick a theme that was just current with everyone is just passion. Everyone, you know, doesn't matter which job you're doing, everyone is so passionate about what they are doing, and they're so passionate in ensuring that kind of the my home is your home approach. They're very welcoming, very personable. They take the time to get to know your name. Um, So the sommelier and the tasting was very highlight of of my time, in addition to the actual resort. It's beautiful, and um, I cannot say that enough I don't I'm trying to use more descriptive words but if I had to sum it up it is unique in the design so it's not like every other resort that you you'd see with the same white buildings the angel is like you do not know design (laughs) words but I do know what I like and I like being here I like the way um our experience has been and then I just kind of like the the people so
0: so on that note Thank you so much for watching. And, Aja, thank you for joining
1: us. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. And stay tuned for more.
0: Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Business Unveiled to see where we are broadcasting from. Bye. I have a question for you. Are you too busy to do one more thing, to add one more thing to your plate? Chances are that you're feeling like you don't have enough time in the day to get everything done. You're pulled in a million directions. There are so many distractions, notifications. You may not be sleeping. You find yourself saying yes to the wrong things and you're stressed. Is it ever going to end? If you want a solution to overcome distractions, I have a free gift for you. You can go grab my free video course. This is a four-day short video course that will teach you what the first steps are to stop the distractions, increase your productivity, and get your time back. You can register today for the four steps to better productivity at gsdsecrets.com. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.